Welcome to another exciting episode of African Story, written and read by Richard Nichols. If you wish to contact the producer, you can send an email to poemscouch at gmail.com. Thank you. At the park office, Linda leaves the office and takes the park van to the winter's home as she plans to live at home now and hopes that Bob will be understanding about her short relationship with Dean, the prison guard. As life was hard for her in jail, as she knew that she had done no wrong and had been set up by Fred's goons, as she would call them to their face, until one day one of them beat her up and broke her arm and nose and two fingers on her left hand. She stops at a local cafe and picks up a pie and a coke for lunch. All three domestic animals greet her, the dog Lucy and the cat Silky and the very cheeky Kate Parrot, Long John Silver. The language of the parrot was priceless and made Linda feel right at home. Once she had fed the four-legged friends and the winged friend was taken out the cage. For Jim Davies, the long drive around the park was one way to have some time to himself for which he was about to embark on, as this formed part of his daily duty. He was tasked by Bob to be maintenance director as he makes his way down the main road of the park looking out for some of the new animals as in the elephants and the leopard, as well as the wild dogs that have been introduced and who unfortunately killed the young lion cub Longtail. He was also on the lookout for the single male lion that is possibly the brother of Skye that got given the boot all those years ago. His cell phone rings and stops. As no number showed on the screen, he put it back on the seat next to him and turned off the road as he was making the turn onto River Lane, as it was called. He became aware of a white car near the old warehouse which had been left abandoned. What was strange is the car had government number plates to be more specific relating to the police. The hyena family, as in Spot and his siblings, together with their mum, were out and about mainly looking for food and the younger two were being a pain in the neck for Spot had trouble keeping them in line, saying, Keep close to Mom, will you, for the last time. Midday and the sun is up high. Sky and family are relaxing under the old oak tree, and not too far off is sunrise, looking so handsome, high up in a tree near to his den. Sky becomes startled and jumps and is looking behind. He can hear a sound that is not animal related. Asks Tandy if she is aware of the same sound. Her reply, I think I hear something. Sky sees sunrise come down from the tree and look in the same direction. Sunrise makes his way over to Sky and makes a comment that blows the minds of all, including the two boys, Rainmaker and Jardu. The sound was distant and sounded human to Sunrise as he spent time being cared for by a human family and missed them a lot in the beginning. That family was the Winters who took in Sunrise for a time due to a medical condition. 
he had a very bad infection in the right elbow. Jim Davies calls the park office to report the findings of a car to Jan Nichols, who then contacts the station house on the park grounds. Robertson sends out Kemp and Zondi to investigate the matter and report back ASAP. In the distance, Jim can hear the police sirens as the police make their way to where the car is situated, and Jim decides to stay in his vehicle for safety as he has an idea this could be connected to the disappearance of Peter and Bob Winters. It starts to get dark, and as Jim well knows, it is not a good idea to be out of a car during early evening or dusk, as all predators are on the hunt. With that said, as park personnel, the job can mean being out in the thick of things, and the word dangerous is repeated in your head. Join me, Richard Nichols, for another exciting episode of African Story. Remember, you can send an email to poemscouch at gmail.com. Until then, goodbye.